Hey everybody, welcome to the Mm-hmm Podcast. Today, it's just me, your host Dakota, and my co-host Ray. Uh, Aaron, he had uh, some stuff to do and then got uh, abducted by aliens in the process, so we're, uh, we're going to go without him for, uh, for this week. So, uh, Ray, what you been doing? You're on spring break this <laughs> last week. How's it going? What you been watching? What you been listening to? You know, how, how's your spring break? I miss having a spring break. <laughs> spring break is good, man. It's very weird to say that I have spring break because, I mean, I feel like spring break is typically something that you get when you go to high school, but hey, I'm a teacher, so I guess teachers get spring breaks too. Um, spring break's been good. You know, I, it's, I, I thought I was going to be doing a whole lot of stuff and I ended up not doing as much as I anticipated I was going to do. I feel like it's been more of a relax, relaxing kind of week, um, especially now that we found out that we're going to be going back full time to school. Yay. So we're excited about that. But uh, I think I, I think after hearing that, like, I think uh, a, a rest time was 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 definitely ready for this week more than what I was anticipating I was going to do. But, um, you know, we, we had a good Easter and and uh, I, I was working on a mantle uh, project for my parents and uh that turned out good so i'll be installing that for them uh tomorrow i'll see if i can get a picture of it and post it with this episode <laughs> just a little little uh, example yes of i will send that i will send that over i i am still an, a, a beginner novice to woodwork woodworking so i'm still learning but i'm definitely getting better as we go so i'm sure we'll touch on some of that later this episode but all right, folks. Sorry, you might might have heard a cutoff there. Uh, we had a little bit of a technical difficulty, but it's figured out now. Uh, so, back to trying to connect what I was saying earlier. My wife and I have just been watching some, uh, you know, TV shows that we typically like like watch like to watch, kind of on a repeat. Uh, Friends, The Office, New Girl. However, uh, I did just start The Winter Soldier. Oh, and Falcon, Falcon Winter show. Soldier, huh? Yeah, which. First episode was pretty intriguing. Yeah. Uh, I thought we, the first episode was a little boring, but I think that's what they needed to do to get it set up. Yeah, they you know. To get you back in that world. I don't know, man. Like, I there's a lot of people that, that consider that. I, see, for me, I, I love character building, and I love the, the setup pieces of shows sometimes, so I feel like I'm in the minority there sometimes. Especially, I mean, I, I get with the Marvel shows, like, you expect, like, mm-hmm. you know, if you're watching the Marvel movies, like, I want to see some, like... Marvel action, you know, mm-hmm. right away, which we get like for what is it the first like twenty minutes? Yeah, well, I, yeah, I guess the first, the first twenty minutes is a whole action scene. Yeah, which was super cool, but um, man, man I you know, you, I'm sure my co-host here has already watched all four episodes. I've only watched like episode one and a half of the second one. I haven't finished it yet. I haven't watched four yet. Okay, okay, but uh, I do. Yeah, I think what my my take on the first episode was that WandaVision was so much out of the norm for Marvel and how they did their shows and how their shows felt that when you watch WandaVision and you get into that kind of feel for that kind of a show and then it snaps you back into traditional Marvel with Falcon and the Winter Soldier, you're like, well, this isn't WandaVision. <laughs> you know, I was so used to how they made that show and that kind of style and now I'm back into like the world building of, of the Marvel Universe that they have with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So I, the first episode I was like, Eh, it's okay, but it's no WandaVision. Well, I think but then after that, it picks up a lot. Yeah, I think it's something that we, like, I mean, it's not the first time Marvel's did, done a TV show, like, hence, like, Daredevil and 
Jessica Jones, but it is the first time that it's been a Marvel Disney right. type show. So I think that's probably something that everybody's trying to get used yeah. to because they're used to seeing all those characters in like movies. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, yeah, WandaVision was great and it was completely different. And this one, it de- definitely reminds me back when I originally watched the first like Captain America Winter Soldier and Civil War really brought us back into that field. But um, all I'll say, so I don't spoil it, but man, the end of episode one, what a punch to the gut. (laughs) Oh, man. Even my wife was looking at me like, what? Yeah, really hurt. So if you haven't seen it, you'll get what I'm saying. No, it's it's good. I really (laughs) like it. I mean, every episode two with that show, it's kind of... It's kind of funny. I mean, this will kind of date when we're recording this, because by the time this comes out, I'm, I think it'll be over. But, yeah. <laughs> you know, at this point, with episode three, was so different feeling. But it was also, like, kind of took out that humor a little bit, which is kind of funny. And I really liked episode three. Um, but, yeah, it's... They, they, they don't pull any punches with it. They just, like, they just give it to you, because they, yeah. you know, they can now with the show. They don't have to hold it back for a movie. So they, they, uh, they definitely... Uh, with the end, with the end of the first episode, <laughs> it was very weird. And I saw a meme of the 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 new Captain America next to the old guy from Up. Oh, because like the face he makes yeah. looks like the face <laughs> of the old guy from Up. And That's I was, messed up. I was laughing pretty hard. That was a pretty good one. Um, oh, but yeah, that, that was good. I'm, yeah, I'm, it's been a good show so far. Uh, we're in the middle of the second episode, um, and then the other show that I recommend every single person that's listening to watch is The Chosen. Oh, yeah. What a great, great show. Uh, we are still watching that. We are almost finished with the first season. I believe the episode, the first episode for the second season aired on Easter, which, um, I mean... It's we, appropriate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but we, we haven't gotten there yet, but man, guys, what a... Um, what a, just a... Wow, it, yeah. it's one of the, it's the first show I think I've watched where, like, seeing like Jesus on screen and and seeing him, the way he speaks to his disciples and the miracles he does, like you just get like, you get chills. And for anybody who doesn't know what the chosen is, that's listening. It's basically a crowdfunded TV show mm-hmm. that follows the life of Jesus um, from, you know, they just just the stories through through the Bible. They just yeah. bring it into a show, and they tried to do that before, but. Um, they really try to focus on, they always have a low budget on those kinds of things. And so this is crowdfunded in a way where they can crowdfund each episode and get the, get the amount of money they need to have a high production value, but also, you know, take the time to get the story right and get the thing elements right to it. Uh, You're looking at a production value that you normally see on HBO for this show. Yeah. So I, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm excited. I have the um, app downloaded, and I'm looking forward to it. But. Fun fact, I also found out that as far as it being crowdfunded, this is the the most crowdfunded TV show in history. Yeah, I don't know if there hasn't if there's really been that many, actually. I don't know if there has been, um, but they I, I went to their site just to see um, what their progress is on their funding for the seasons, and it looks like they've already got all the funding for season two. Nice. And now they're working on season three. And season okay. season three, they're already got a good chunk already funded for that. So, awesome. Um, you know, guys, get you know, do yourself a favor. You know, I know it's free to stream. You can go on the app and stream it. But uh, if you go to their site and purchase the actual DVD or the the Blu-ray 
all those funds, a portion of those funds go straight to help fund the episodes. Which is cool because, I mean, obviously the story of Jesus has been told in different ways with Passion of the Christ and other other kind of movies that they've tried to do. But um, something like this that has a high budget value might be able to get a different audience that might always think that those are cheesy to watch this kind of thing and see the importance and, you know, just just who Jesus is, really. Um, it's a really big way to, you know, spread ministry out there and spread God's Word out there in a, in a nice, like, uh, man, in, like, an easy way to watch, like accessible way to watch. Because um, some people uh, just haven't ever been exposed to that, mm-hmm. and, and so I think it's just a good way to do it. So The Chosen, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching it myself, but I really oh, like yeah. the idea of it. It's very good. Tell you what, man. When we finish, I'll give you season one. You can watch it. Hey, <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll, you know, I'm. I think we could do a whole episode on it eventually. Uh, when we all oh, get definitely. To the end of it. Yeah, it's we... definitely worth it. It's worth your time for sure. Cool. Um, probably should end it off with that one. But the last thing that we watched, yeah. uh, or that I watched, I don't know if my wife was really into it, but uh, it was the only movie I think I've watched this week has been um, Bridge of Spies with Tom Hanks. Oh, I love that movie. What a great movie. Holy cow. I mean, cow. it's a Spielberg like classic, right? Like Spielberg makes Spielberg movies. Like you know when a movie you, is a Spielberg movie. You know, he's movie. he's 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 usually known for his blockbusters like mm-hmm. his like Jurassic Park and you know Ready Player 1 and and like the, you know those big budget type movies, but when you give him like material for a historical movie oh yeah oh that's he his, kills that's, it that's his place yeah. oh man and i tell you what that movie was really good it's not it's not an action movie it's none of that it's it's more of a drama there's a lot of talking in it but it's very intriguing mm-hmm. and it's very just the individual in this movie that you know his, his whole idea and whole thought process on you know being dedicated to making sure it's done and it's done right and uh, I don't know if you know if anybody's ever seen this, you'll know what I'm talking about. But Tom Hanks' character just oh yeah, what a you know what a what a person to to look up to. That dude just yeah. yeah. I mean, I know like everybody loves him as an actor, but I I still feel like he's one of those actors that people don't talk about a lot. Like he's in a lot yeah. of movies, but like he really is probably one of my favorites because I just watched uh, well not just but a couple months ago I watched like News of the World, which is like his newest one. Where he's like uh, back in the Civil War era. Oh, uh, when he, like, tra- I haven't watched it yet. When though. he like travels the around the Texas area from like Dallas and stuff mm-hmm. on horse and reads the news to those towns, and it was really good. Like it's a typical Tom Hanks like he's not even acting kind of thing, you know? Like he's being himself, kind of <laughs> movie. just like a, like Soli or like Greyhound, you know, the one mm-hmm. on Apple TV. Um, but yeah, I just feel like Bridge of Spies is like one of those ones where he kind of kind of comes out of his comfort zone a little bit and plays a different kind of. Yeah, kind of thing and plays it and I really like that movie I, I think Spielberg yeah. is that's one of my favorite movies of his actually which is believe it or not that's there's a lot of him his that he's made that are good but that's I really like that one yeah Bridges Wise is really good there's another one guys for you to watch if you've not seen that mm-hmm. um, cool what have you been uh, what have you been listening to any cool bands you find this week if you've been have time for that or oh, anything man. you you what have I been listening to holy cow I know that I personally make a playlist every Friday of, <laughs> of all the new stuff that comes out, and it's kind of a curse that I want to listen to so much new music all the time. But uh, I usually uh, make a playlist and of of any of the stuff that I'm interested in that comes out on Thursday night at midnight or at nine because that's midnight East Coast time. I listen to it um, on Fridays, and 
add it together. So th there's a lot of good stuff. Um, I mean, if you want a good new Christian hip-hop album, uh, Holvey, he's like a Reach Records rapper. He, he came out with a really good, very spiritual album. Um, really cool. If you want an interesting one, uh, <laughs> Justin Bieber released a gospel album. He uh, pulled a Kanye. Wait a minute, yeah. what? He pulled a Kanye and he released like a really? short, short gospel album. And half of it's good. Uh, <laughs> the other half of it's just kind of weird. But it, it's I didn't I didn't expect it, but I guess it makes wow. sense. I mean, he goes to Hillsong and stuff and does all, and has gotten more into that lately. Hey, that's cool, years, man. So. You know what? What you know? Whatever it is, you know it's. Yeah, he has a song with Tori Kelly in there oh, okay she's done gospel albums and stuff and done pop too mostly is what she's known for but um and then he has uh, a bunch of other guest people like judah smith is talking on a couple of the songs oh wow um so it's very interesting oh now you've got me curious <laughs> i i think to check out the beavers album it's worth a listen to, <laughs> to to see what he has to say but it's definitely weird you know, I'll have, to, I'll have to check out the Justin Bieber. I didn't even know he made a gospel album. That's you know, it just came out today. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, which we're recording this on a Friday, but that's yeah, awesome. it just came out today. So yeah, that's very interesting. But you're more of like a, a rock guy. So, you know, I, it's, it's hard to pinpoint my genre music because I'm kind of everywhere. It's the, the way, the, what it, the way it is for me is if it sounds good, I like the lyrics. Right. <laughs> Then, I, then, then we're pretty good. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, I don't know if I could say that about every genre of music, maybe. Like, I don't know if I can deal with the hardcore death metal. Mm -hmm. That's that's one that I'm very, very, I, very picky with. <laughs> I, like, I like that a little bit more, I'd say. Than but uh, other than that, I mean, man, I, I even I even listen to movie scores. That's oh, how, how out there I am, man. Yeah. Hans Zimmer is probably my favorite. Go through John Williams' discography. Mm -hmm. He's done a lot of movies. And yeah. Hans Zimmer is good too, obviously. But yeah, those two, you know, you could just make a playlist with every movie they've done and just oh, have yeah. a great time. Yeah, I, I could. I, I, and I know I mentioned this on the last episode that my favorite movie was The Last Samurai. Mm -hmm. But I still think to this day that a good chunk of the reason why I like that episode or that movie so much is because of the movie score. Oh yeah, it's a very just beautiful score. Right, and I can listen to that on repeat. Did who did that one? That was Hans Zimmer. That was Hans Zimmer that yeah. did that. One? Oh mm -hmm. wow, I didn't know that. That yeah. was that's a pretty old movie though. Well, I guess not old, but it was two thousand somewhere early two thousands. Okay, I can't think. Yeah, but um, I guess he's been around doing scores for a while. Yeah, he's he's done a lot. Like I, that was one of that was my that's my favorite movie score album. Um, I mean, obviously you like the old, you know, you gotta like the old school classes like Indiana Jones, Star oh, Wars, yeah. Jurassic yeah. Park. The stuff that you can hear a note and know exactly Yeah, you, you know it going. right away, you yeah. know. But, uh, I will say that I still think even, even with that said, Last Samurai and then Man of Steel. Man of Steel's score is amazing. Wow. More specifically, the flight scene. Oh, yeah. That was, that's still, that's like, I can listen to that all the time. Yeah, I really, uh, I've kind of grown into liking movie scores more. I didn't, I usually was more of like a lyric kind of person, but mm -hmm. instrumentals is kind of something that I'm still, um, uh, you know, growing to enjoy a lot more, but I have the, the vinyl for, uh, the Rise of Skywalker score, movie score. Oh man. And so whatever you think of that movie, like the score, <laughs> the score is still really good. Yeah. Because um, obviously John yeah. Williams did it again, and he it's it's really good. So I enjoy that a lot. Hey, sometimes movie scores can actually make a movie better. Oh yeah, like make a movie completely better. Yeah, no, it's definitely. 
Um, but yeah, you're. I mean, you you said earlier uh, that you made a mantle for your yeah for your uh, parents, and uh, you know, woodworking is kind of a thing that you do. You said in your intro, uh, first episode, uh, kind of tell us about that. Like, what, what got you into work woodworking? Like, why is that something that you enjoy? I got bored. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so when COVID went on, which I'm sure many of you know, like we were all kind of stuck at home, and uh, I was the type of person that whenever I needed to get stuff done or get things fixed, more in particular, get things fixed, get things installed, um, I usually would call somebody to do that because I, you know, I, never, I grew up not, not knowing how to do that stuff. Which isn't always bad. Yeah. The professionals know what they're doing. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. You know, you know I, like my, my whole thing was like, why, why would I do it and have the potential of messing it up right. when I can just pay somebody that knows what they're doing, you know, to get it done? Yeah. I see it all the time with plumbing, plumbing where people come in and, they tried to do it themselves, and they totally messed stuff up with yeah. plumbing in their house. And then now they're coming in trying to fix stuff, and we're like, "You got to call a plumber now." Yeah. It's at the point where, like, there you don't have the tools or, or nearly <laughs> enough expertise to be able to do that. So well, and see, I think that there's the balance there, though. It's the balance of knowing what you can handle right. and not knowing what you, right. you know, obviously what you need to call somebody for. You like know? you put your doggy door into your house, yeah, into your wall. Yeah, that was that was scary, man. Yeah. Cut, the thought of cutting a hole in my wall that would go to the inside to the outside yeah. was a very scary thought. Yeah, I and, had the same thought, and I was like, I don't know. <laughs> oh man, I tell you what, like I, I, YouTube is your friend. That place has so many mm-hmm. videos on how to learn how to do things, and that's kind of how I learned how to do it. And actually, not only learned how to install it, but I also learned tips to uh, make the installation even better and um, make it last longer because a lot of the instructions you get on these these doggy doors in particular they're just very basic you put you cut the hole put them in and you're done so I learned some pretty cool tips with that but um, man I you know when I first did that doggy door and I cut the hole in the wall there was a very there was one small moment where I thought I cut the hole too big oh, no. and man I I can't tell you how much I freaked out in those like quick five seconds. It wasn't until I actually put it in. I was like, ah, we're good. We're good. I didn't <laughs> cut it too big. You're forever going to have a hole in your mouth. <laughs> yeah. So that, no, that turned out really well. I was actually really impressed and with, with myself, like on how well I did that. I was like sitting there, like while I was cutting the hole, I was like praying to God, like, God, please just make sure this goes right. Help me make this right. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no, man, he, you know, he was there with me and it worked out perfect. And so we did that and I'll have to get your help for mine. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, definitely, man. I'd love to help you with that. Uh, I, I installed some fans of my own. And so the reason I'm saying this is because, and I know we were talking about woodworking, but, uh, this is just kind of like showing you guys, like, you know, it took me a while to kind of get to this point where like, okay, like I, I'm noticing that I'm getting more comfortable, um, you know, uh, I guess more brave to do these things on my own. And so, uh, Brooke, my wife, she's all into essential oils. She loves essential oils guys. She's got drawer. Oh yeah. Drawers. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen them a lot. There's, I mean, he'll probably get into it, but he built like a little shelf for it. Yeah. There's a lot of, and so there, there, there is a potential, there is a, just to kind of give you guys, if you guys are curious about oils, you can always, you know, contact her. There may be a potential episode on that. We'll see. <laughs> but, uh, anyway, she wanted the a, mm-hmm wives episode. yeah, the mm-hmm wives episode, uh, the special edition. Um, but, uh, she wanted a shelf for 
her oils and we were looking on purchasing one and and we were seeing like heavy prices and, and we we're just like man you know I don't know about that and then then she was like well, why don't you just build one and I was like yeah I guess I could I never really thought of that so you know I, I didn't really have the tools I have now but I, I made do with what I had and uh, I actually came out with a really nice shelf and I was able to make it look not only like stain it and you know get it to look good but I was able to put a coating on it to give it a rustic look too to make it look old which is is it's funny you want a new shelf but you want to make it look old mm -hmm. but uh it looks it's a skill yeah it looks really cool and I was actually like wow I can't believe I made that <laughs> but uh so that was kind of the start because after that I uh we we re I redid my wife's rocking chair that that they have that we have outside of our house that um at the time that we had it out there it was really it was just busted it was kind of not set not in place everything kind of seemed just like if you sat on that thing it would shatter but i ended up fixing it adding some new things to it staining it and took another step further i actually made a uh, a plaque uh with a cross on it which uh turned out really good uh so it was something like a rocking chair like the little curved parts at the bottom like what's, what's well like luckily a... the curved parts were fine but like the seat the mm -hmm. brace that held the seat was oh, okay. was cracked on one and then completely broken on another so you just had, re had to replace the seat. i had to replace the seat but then even the back was starting to crack okay. so i had to put um a, a very like probably about a half inch piece of wood on the back to mm -hmm. to keep it stable otherwise if, again if i sat on it Right. If I fix the bottom, great. But if I lay back, like lean back, I'm gonna break Which through the back. You need to do to get it to rock. Yeah, yeah. So that ended up working out pretty well, and and now I mean now we can go out there and sit on it and rock. It's perfect. I like rocking chairs. Oh, you ever yeah. been to a Cracker Barrel? No, I've always wanted to go to one. They have these big giant rocking chairs right out front of every Cracker Barrel. Like they have like these little checkers and chess tables out front when you're waiting for your food, or waiting to get in, get seated. And then they had these huge rocking chairs, and they're like super fun to just like sit there and rock while you're waiting to go in. Obviously, they have like a gift shop too, and it's yeah. kind of a funny place. But um, yeah, that's just the that's always the thing I think of when I think of rocking chairs is Cracker Barrel for some reason. There, man, I've always wanted to have their mac and cheese. I always hear it's really oh, good there. All of their food's good. I love Cracker Barrel. <laughs> we, we need one in the Tri Cities really bad. It would Definitely. be so good here. I, man, I've always been saying we need we need more of those. Like, we don't have enough things. breakfast places like no, that. We gotta get more places like that in here. But um, yeah, um, man, what else did what else did we do? Oh, I made a blanket ladder. Oh, that yeah. was fun. That actually was a lot easier than I thought it was gonna be. That turned out really well. Um, and we actually use it. It's not for decoration. Like it's actually being used. Oh, nice. <laughs> I know that sometimes it's made for just decoration in the house, but no, we're actually using it. Um, and then my biggest one, the biggest thing that I did that, uh, I, even today, I'm just like, wow, I can't believe it, it was a, uh, TV console made with TV console for my mother-in-law. And, uh, I, I mean, it's funny cause as you get better at woodworking, you kind of look back on your past projects and you're kind of like, oh, I could have done that so differently. It would have been so much better. But uh, it, it turned out good. It turned out pretty good. Um, it was like a, a bottom and a middle shelf, and then they had the top shelf, and I made it specifically for an 80-inch TV. Um, wow. Yeah, and so it, I, I, I love my mother-in-law, but when I came to her house one time, she had that 80-inch TV on a very small 
table and there was no legs on it. Huh. It was just kind of sitting there. <laughs> and, okay. um, you know, you're talking to somebody who's, you know, I, I was in sales, specifically TV sales. And so when I see that, I can't stop looking at it. Because <laughs> you like, know, like I'm trying to falls. talk to my mother in law, but on the corner of my eye, I can still see that. And so it's like a, it's like I used to have um I used to have a Newfoundland black lab mix and every time we go to the beach like she wanted to have fun with us on the beach but she was watching the ocean for the kids in the ocean to make sure that they were okay because she's like a lifeguard dog oh, okay and that's what Newfoundlands are known yeah. for so it's like you're looking at the TV to make sure watch it doesn't fall at the same time you're trying to talk to them oh seriously it was man it was giving me anxiety and I finally told my mom, mother-in-law I was like because Brooke and I had talked about what we wanted to get her for Christmas and we're, we decided, you know what, we're going to just make her one because I just could not, mm-hmm. I felt, I, I felt like it was my duty <laughs> to, to fix that issue. Right. And so I told my mother-in-law, I was like, don't touch the TV ever. Don't touch it. Don't do anything with it. Just leave it as is. <laughs> don't even, don't even go, don't even talk to it. Don't eat, Yeah. Don't even talk. Don't even breathe on it. Just don't leave it where it's on. at we're going to build you something and then you'll have something for it. And so, uh, we ended up getting it there. It looked great, set up pretty well. And yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing I've done. And, uh, ever since school started, I kind of took a break because right. I didn't have time, but, uh, then I started the, ma- the mantle for my parents. What would you say? Um, what would you say is like the hardest thing to learn as part of that? Cause you have obviously kind of self-taught on most of that. Getting the perfect cuts, getting the perfect cuts is extremely difficult especially if you don't have the tools that give you those perfect cuts mm-hmm. um, now my handsaw is specifically made well they all really they're all made where you can cut at angles but you have to even though it can cut at angles you're still somewhat free handing it and so it makes it hard because you may get an angle perfect but you may get it in a in a in a direction that you're not wanting it to go mm-hmm. it may not be a completely uh, perfect like 90 degree angle right which when you're putting stuff together you know when you're trying to you know put two angle pieces together and if they don't align right well now there's not now you've got to kind of recut it to make sure it it it, it touches face to face and so for me that's the hardest thing is trying to make sure those those uh cuts are where they need to be um i just i've had it i have a table saw that uh was given to me by an uncle of mine and i have yet to use it because i'm still trying to figure out a place uh to sit it a place to where i can use it because um you want to make sure you have a stable area with a table saw otherwise you right. get kicked back and i don't want to get hit in the face with a two by four right. so <laughs> Because I've seen some pretty uh, intense videos of that, and it's not one of those things that happens rarely. It actually happens a lot. Yeah. Um, even by like professional woodworkers. I'm just picturing that scene from like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy when they're like walking to that town and there's those uh, shovels or something that keep popping up and oh, hitting them in the face. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, th- yeah, for sure. Think of that with like a hard edge piece of wood. Mm. Not fun. Not fun. Um, I actually had that happen. It didn't happen. It almost did. I was able to prevent it. Uh, when I was using my handsaw, I was using my handsaw and all of a sudden I felt the wood just start to start to go and I stopped and luckily I caught it in time, but, oh, wow. oh man, yeah, it's, it's seeing the, the, the amount of like force that, that wood can kick back at you mm-hmm. is, is pretty scary. Yeah. 
So um, I'm just trying to find a place to sit that so I can use it. But that the table saw, that will actually give me some really good perfect cuts. Nice. But until I get that set, then right, we're, right. we're, we're kind of just freehanding a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Getting not straight lines. Just, yeah. Just just cutting whatever <laughs> looks nice. It's Yeah, and mo- most of the time it's not too bad. I can get it to work. Yeah. But every now and then you're off a little bit. And my OCD is like looking at my my, my work. And I'm just I like, I do it all see over again. a little piece. <laughs> and it's just bugging the heck out of me. But um, no, it's, you know, the this mantle, I... It actually, I was, I think now that I've done one on my, I've kind of done a little shelf of my own. I kind of had an idea of what I was going to do now, but it actually turned out pretty good. So I'll have to send you guys some pictures so you guys can see them. But I'll have to post it with this episode. You can see some, <laughs> of, you can see some of his work on our Facebook. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And um, if you guys want me to make anything, by all means, let me know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that being said, um, yeah, that that's fun. I, I like the, I like, uh learning about that kind of stuff like i i don't know much about woodworking i've made some shelves for our house and did that but i mean that's kind of a good point of this podcast is just going to have these conversations with all sorts of different hobbies and things and maybe you guys can learn a little bit from it too um but yeah that, that's cool uh thanks for listening uh do you have any final things to say about anything ray no i don't think so i i well, I, there was one thing I was going to mention earlier, but I think the only other challenging thing that I've ran into is staining. Yeah. Learning the process of that. Staining. Yeah. It's, it, when they tell you it's like it's, woodworking is, is a take your time. It's not a rush thing. <laughs> it's the staining part of it. The staining part of it. Like you want it to yeah. be done so you can do a new coat. And yeah. uh, you, you definitely got to take, like your project that you think would take maybe a couple days it may take you a few more because of the staining process. So. You got to wait for it. You got to have some patience. Yeah. You got to wait for it to dry and everything. Yeah. It will dry and then you, you got to rub it coat. with, with uh, uh, sometimes you can do with a super fine grain of, of uh, sandpaper, but if you do steel wool, that just kind of gets that imperfections out and then mm-hmm. you can put another coat on it. And it also depends on what type of stain you're using. There's so right. many. I'm still learning how many different stains there are. Yeah so many different types there's like combinations there's there's like sometimes there's like a three-step process where you put one wow. coat and another coat and, uh, and that takes that would take a long time because you got to wait for it to dry yeah every time yeah like some stains are like they're all in one so you can just do it one set but then there's others where you have to have like something that preps the wood to begin the staining process mm-hmm. and then at the you have the staining process and then at the end you have the you know the sealing coat and there's so many things like I'm, I like I said, guys. I'm a novice, so I'm still learning this. <laughs> I'm learning this as I go, but uh, I, I, it's it's fun, you know. It's fun to find something that you start to enjoy, even if you're not really the best at it. You know, you you just keep doing it. And if you enjoy mm-hmm. it, you're gonna get better at it. Right, right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm very intimidated by it. But just the shelves, <laughs> just the shelves that I built. I used my little card table and like a like the table saw that I had. And like I, it was fine because it was small wood that I was doing, but definitely would, uh, you know, stuff like that. Like I'm always like, oh man, I don't know if I could do that. But then I, you know, I could probably learn it. You learned it. Yeah. No. You know, it's one of those so things. You seems, start. You start small. You, you just work gotta, to bigger projects. Yeah. Like you said, just watch YouTube and do stuff. Like I'm that. telling you, man. It sounds funny, but you just gotta get is, the right tools, really. Yeah. Yeah. The tools are the. Yeah. The tools are. Once you have the right tools, it makes your life easier. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, using a like a jigsaw for certain cuts where they're not supposed yeah. to be used. 
made made life difficult with that but like just having a handsaw by itself that was a tremendous difference difference to my work like oh wow just like one of those standard hands just a standard handsaw like made a huge difference in like the quick how quick i could get a project done Mm -hmm. and getting angle cuts would you say that's the mvt the most valuable tool you have to have some type of saw for sure yeah. yeah Whether that be a handsaw, table saw, you you have to have some type. Oh yeah, right, right. That uh, I mean, I can definitely tell you. In in my opinion, it's it's beneficial to have at least a handsaw, because a handsaw you can. I mean, you could technically use that in a way as a table saw if you have a if you build a certain brace for it or you you buy one mm. for it. You could use it for that, um, but. Nice thing with table saws is they, they have a back to it and you can switch the, the angles. You have a little bit more control of, of holding it versus what you have with a, a handsaw. But I would I would say if you're a novice, mm. like a handsaw is definitely a tool that you want. Yeah. Cool. Well, I mean, if you guys have any questions for, for Ray about woodworking, feel free to get in contact with us. We'd be happy to answer them. Um, as for as for us, that's that's this that's uh, this episode. Um, keep listening. Like us on Facebook. We we post our updates on there at least a couple times a week. I try. Uh, yeah, have a good uh, have a good week. Thanks.